Hi guys, this is Jamelia, and welcome to another episode of A Copacetic Life. <laughs> That's what you sound like. That's what I sound like all the time, though, right? That's what you sound like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You play too much. So, um, guys, welcome back. Uh, it is Jamelia here with A Copacetic Life. And today I have my husband, David, joining me as promised. Hello, world. Um, As I stated earlier, I want to dedicate the month of March to love and marriage because March 31st, uh, we'll have a year under our belts. It's our anniversary. (laughs) And um, we're just excited about it. And just hopeful that we get there. <laughs> um, so today we're going to talk about a few things that we've learned in marriage. And what should be our first topic, David? What should we talk about first? What do you think? Well, I would say... What's most important to you in a marriage? Sex. Yeah. Why is sex the most important thing to you in marriage? Um, I think my emotional call <laughs> is physical touch. Mm. Um, so look at my husband. He's referencing um, the app that we're using called Lasting. And I think you may also be referencing the five love languages. Five love languages. That we kind of read about a little while ago. And we took a quiz. And we took a quiz. You remember what mine was? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Acts of service. Okay. Okay. That's right. Which you've been doing a lot more of lately. Yeah. So your reason for sex being number one is because... Your number one love language is physical touch. But what about communication and trust and honesty and compassion and partnership and all those good things? Why aren't those higher ranking? I definitely put those up there. I think that communication is the one thing that can keep a marriage going once our sexual organs don't work anymore. What? (laughs) (laughs) All right. First, I want to... And that's not a joke because that's that's the way he thinks for real. Okay. So, I do want to say that communication and trust and sitting down, getting to know each other in a more spiritual and emotional way is important. But you asked me what was my most important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right now, <laughs> that's my most important. Yeah. Hey, mom. Yeah, I was just about to say I just want to give a shout out to my mom because I know she's one of my, <laughs> our listeners. Um, but okay, well, let's talk about this thing, the sex thing. Okay. Now, we've had this conversation, seems like a lot here lately, but I don't know, I could be wrong, ladies. Um, 
maybe even some guys may feel the way I feel, but to me, there has to be a give take situation with this. And I'm not talking about like an illegal situation where <laughs> there's a transaction that occurs. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm, I mean, like in a romantic relationship, for me, there has to be a level of romance before I even get in a situation where I want to participate in sex. And it's not because I don't love you. I don't think you're sexy. You know, it's just sometimes at this age, and I'm only 29, but I got a newborn at home and I'm a full-time professional. It gets a bit stressful. But one thing I did read though, and you may be able to co-sign on this, is that sex for, I'm, not, I'm gonna say for most here, I don't wanna generalize, but for most women can be a stressor and for most men, it can be a de-stressor. Do you agree with that? I would tend to agree with that. I also want to agree with what you said earlier. And that's something that I find myself learning as we are growing in our marriage, that in order to obtain my most important trait of marriage Mm -hmm. I have to also entertain and enjoy (laughs) entertain entertain Uh and enjoy my wife's most important Mm -hmm. traits of marriage so for all the fellas out there that basically Uh means that if I don't wash the dishes Mm. If I don't take out the trash, mm. then it's just not happening that day. And he's saying that because, again, going back to um, the five love languages, which we have not finished. <laughs> I don't want to act like we're experts on that, but we did do the little self-assessment and at least find our top love language. Mine at the time was acts of service so that's why he's referencing these acts of service but i will say um just this past week my husband came in here with uh a bottle of wine some flowers and i was like hmm he must be trying to get some tonight was that your motivation or were you just in the store and you saw these nice flowers and thought about me so basically, um, yes and no. <laughs> um, I knew that, you know, coming in the house with flowers and a bottle of wine and eating a meal together and talking and enjoying each other's time could possibly lead okay. to that. But I wouldn't have been disappointed if that was all that happened. Really? Really. Hmm. Okay. That's nice to know. So, I don't know. Sex is a big part of marriage. I think of any adult relationship that's ready to take on the emotional attachment that comes with sex. If you 
if you've, I guess, taken that step and you're responsible in that area of a relationship, it is a big part. Um, But for me, I would say the most important part, biggest part, is communication. Like, even with sex, like, I think it's important to communicate what you like and what you don't like. Um, How much, how little is important. Um, Just being able to, I don't know, have that connection with your partner so they can be clear on what you want and what you don't want. I was telling David that I want us to get to a place where we have communicated so well, so effectively that we get to a point where um, we just kind of know each other. We just kind of know each other's body language and um, almost know what we're thinking. I I think that's what I admire about a lot of uh, veteran couples out there. So that's my big number one. And we're working on that. Yeah, I would definitely say that we're working on that. I believe a conversation that we had recently, I brought it up that being a newly married couple, we don't really know much about each other. We spent most of our lives apart from each other. And hopefully we'll in 30 years, 40, 50 years, we'll look at that part that we spent away from each other as a minor part or a lesser part. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, Mm -hmm. I think that men and women, from a general standpoint, don't know much about each other, especially in, in new relationships and new marriages. But what we do know is how to trap the fly. We do know how to attract the other person. But sometimes you can attract the person and then you get into a marriage and you have to learn how to keep that attraction going, how to grow upon that attraction. And I think it's also important to be able to know that you love somebody enough to adjust with them because even though we are knocking on 30, I think I referenced knocking on 30 in every episode, but even though we are approaching 30, we're still growing a lot. Like we're still, I still feel young. I still feel like I have a lot to learn and the path that I'm on right now, I don't I hope it's not going to be the same path that I'm on five, ten years from now. I hope that I'm moving in um, a direction that is fruitful. So just knowing that the person that I met, the person that I swiped right on a couple years ago is not the same person that I'm sitting here with today. And I've had to adjust and grow with this person and learn to love the new things that I'm learning about this person as well. I think that's big. I tend to agree the person that I swiped right (laughs) with back in 2016 is a stronger person. She is 
a great mother. She is a loving wife. She is. I'm gonna replay this episode for you. Whenever you, you know, feeling a certain type of way about me, I'm just gonna just replay this episode. I'm gonna send it to you. And sometimes she even cuts me off in the middle of compliments, but that's <laughs> cool because I, I'm, I'm learning that. Um, <laughs> I believe that we've both changed for the better. Mm. And at times that change has been hard, mm-hmm. but coming out on the other end, looking back at it now is is really a blessing. I'm gonna tell you, I saw on Instagram, I spent too much time on Instagram probably, but um, on the shade room, there was this meme and we've all heard and read about the um, R. Kelly interview with Gail King. Now David did not watch the interview. Um, I did, but the meme wasn't about the interview. The meme pretty much divided the Zodiac signs. Have you seen that meme? I have not seen that meme. So it has Gail King and it has a list of um, Zodiac signs. And as you know, for those of you who watched it, Gail King kept her composure and she was all nice and cordial and you know, graceful during the interview. And then it had the still image with R. Kelly standing up and, you know, just being upset about it. And it had those zodiac signs. Now, I rarely take these things seriously, these memes seriously, but I just thought it was interesting that my husband and I, my husband is Scorpio, I'm a Leo, that we were both on the R. Kelly side. So I think I looked at that. I think I saw that a couple days, a couple times that day. And I was like, you know, thinking back in some of the situations in our marriage, and it wasn't, you know, always a getting up and rah-rah and all that, but just, I just know that both of us are kind of strong in our stance. And um, I think that's the biggest challenge that we faced as a married couple, just being able to take a step back and so I want to I brought that up because um just yesterday hope you don't mind me talking about this but um just yesterday um we had a disagreement and my husband decided to I don't know I guess go outside for a minute and the next thing I know, I had a notification from the lasting app that he had completed a session. I was just so proud. Like, you know, you could have been outside doing anything else, but you took the time to, I guess, invest in our relationship and invest time in our relationship. And I thought that was, I thought that was growth. I felt good about that. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I really want to work on bringing positivity from my standpoint mm-hmm. into our relationship, and I think that our family deserves that. And so sometimes it's better for me to just step outside on the front porch. And he did tell me not to lock him up. When he stepped outside, I was like, boy, I ain't even studying you like that right now. I'm not trying to lock you up. 
that's because I had to go to work in the morning. I needed my clothes. But um, <laughs> yeah, I um, I feel like I'm maturing in that aspect to where I know where my priorities are and I know where I want to be, and I know that I want to be with my family at all times, and I'm willing to work very hard to obtain and sustain that goal. Mm. And I think it's, I think right now we're both having to work really hard because of the hole that we dug for ourselves. But I think as time goes on and we continue these good habits and good practices, I think it'll become easier. Um, One, and I, I don't know, I, I like to research things and find ways to help myself or my situation. But I, I found this YouTube marriage counseling <laughs> session. I'm not even sure the name or who or who the person was who conducted the little therapy session with um, a few couples. But he was talking about the concept of love banking and how when someone does something good, then it's like a love deposit. And when they do something that you don't like, it's like a love withdrawal. And if, you know, in a situation, in a marriage, if I or if my husband, if we continue to just make these love withdrawals, it could be little amounts or it could be a big amount and then a little amount and a big amount, then just like with our bank accounts, we get to a point where there's nothing else there. And we have to work really hard to replenish that love bank. And so I think that's what we're doing now. I think we're trying really hard to replenish our love bank and have surplus. Just have more than enough. Just overflow with love. Just have heart eyes. A whole bunch of heart eyes and kissy faces. Yeah. And texting like two high schoolers. Yeah. So... That's where, <laughs> that's where we are right now. So hopefully this um, this habit continues. How many days does it take to make a habit? You know, twenty one. Twenty one days. How many days are we into this new communication love deposit? Um, I haven't kept count. I, I'm sorry. I, I would have came with notes if I thought I was going <laughs> to pop quiz. I'm putting you on teacher. the spot. But, um, I'm asking you because I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know either. Okay. Um, maybe next episode. You'll have some notes. We'll have, we'll it's have not that time. serious. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's probably been a couple weeks, though. Yeah. So, that we've like been consistently trying to stay on this love deposit train so yeah so I hope you come back to um do another episode with me um sure I mean as long as you're on freestyle I'm not look I'm not gonna freestyle but I might drop a, a song lyric or two just mm-hmm. one time I, I want the world to know I can sing a little bit but that's for me though okay All right. you got it yeah <laughs> what you mean so um thank you again for joining me 
I hope you guys, right? What, what are we giving couples before we close out? What is a piece of advice we're going to give couples? I know we dropped a lot of gems tonight, but um, what are we sending out there? What are we challenging couples to do or what piece of advice would you give? Uh, a piece of advice that I would give to couples is to know that the sun will shine. That one of my favorite quotes is that hope springs eternal. Hmm. And there's always a day to make it better, to make to be better than you were before. So just keep working on that. Keep chasing your dreams if you're really with the person of your dreams. Mm-hmm. And just keep working. And I think I think I want to challenge uh, twofold. First, if you are in a relationship with someone, if you're married, definitely. And if you are heading towards marriage, like if both of you are on the same page with that, I would suggest downloading the lasting app i think i know i keep giving them free promo but it's not like i have a million listeners so i'm not worried about getting paid oh we should get paid so last thing if any of you guys are listening you can you know send us a sponsorship or something but i do like the app i think it's cool so i would suggest you um download that app and then the other challenge and we don't have a code for the last thing app to get you like a discount or anything but if you could email them you heard about this on a copacetic life yeah. we might get some sponsorship See, look at you oh, yeah um and my other challenge would be to do something different do something nice I mean not different in a bad way but go out of your comfort zone a little bit. And I'm not talking about like be strapped up or anything with a whip or anything. Cause I know we talked about sex in the episode, but. What? So where did that come from? I don't know. You know, my mind is like. No, we do not do that <laughs> at all. Gosh. Sheesh. Like I did that. She told me before this episode. How long is it? Listen. We had one rule. Don't go left. She said, David, don't go left. And where she but just yes, went? David goes left. Where did she go? I said, okay, so this is how we got here. I was like, a challenge. And then I was like, go out of your comfort zone. But listen, this is coming from me being a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I have to be very clear with instructions with kids. Because if I don't give them what also what not to do, mm-hmm. I'm going to get that. Okay. okay. And see. So what I was saying was to to my ladies who are listening, my guys who are listening, who might feel like they gotta go left. When I say out of your comfort zone, I'm saying like you don't have to do that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I just don't know where that example came from. I think people I, are gonna I be judging us. Like, people are probably judging us anyway. They probably do. But it doesn't matter. Look, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Uh, so how I did not finish my challenge. I'm gonna let you finish. Okay, Kaye. Um dang. Oh, go out of your comfort zone in order to show your significant other 
how much you love and care about them. If you love and care about them that much. And if you realize that you don't want to go out of your comfort zone a little bit to show them how much you love and care about them, maybe, just maybe, you don't love and care about them that much. I don't know. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fully following everything she just said, but I, I'm in agreement with about eighty percent of that. Um, definitely, wow. definitely go out. Of, definitely go out of your comfort zone. Definitely do things, especially to make your significant other happy even if you don't enjoy it. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm glad you said that because that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying go out of your comfort zone. Think outside the box, you know, in order to put a smile on their face. But if you don't enjoy it, then you don't change who you are. Now, I don't know. You might be referencing when we went to Piedmont Park. I know you don't in particular. Like, um, I don't. I didn't mind going to Piedmont Park. See, yeah, we going left now. We just we're not. I don't feel like we're going left. I feel like we're still on subject. Um, it was a nice day. It had just rained, so all of our shoes and the baby stroller got muddy. Yeah, but we ended up getting donuts. Remember? Yeah, remember that. <laughs> And it ended up being a really good day. Like, how many Sundays? And we, we just... got chicken, fried chicken. And we came we back and watched. What did we watch? The basketball game? We watched the basketball game. Yeah. So, yeah, um, going above and beyond and out of the box and just doing something unexpected, out of the norm. That's what I'm saying. See, you, you said it better than me. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. So, we do we do agree on that I'm still kind of stuck on the whips and chains but you know whatever floats your boat you learn something new about your spouse every day that's another thing that's another thing that you should um you should remember but it's been a great episode and I would love to hear y'all feedback um how they gonna show how they gonna tell you feedback babe I'm sure most of the people who um, who listen to this podcast follow you on some form of social media. I'm sure can, I probably got people who don't can, even know me who just following this podcast right now. Well, you should give out your social media. Yeah, I should. So my Instagram, I should probably keep my name the same, but it's underscore Jamelia underscore. And my Instagram is Grateful David. <laughs> when did you change your Instagram name? I changed my Instagram name about two weeks ago. <laughs> um, I was on a business trip and my boss asked me for my Instagram name and I felt embarrassed. So I instantly changed my name to be... <laughs> <laughs> A little bit more. I don't oh know if God. I don't know if y'all uh, know this, uh, but I am the slightly younger of this relationship, and Dude. I am also much more immature in a lot of ways. Uh, so yeah, I'm right. I'm growing up. So I had to change my name to something more 
respectful. <laughs> like, you just went kind of, you went square though, babe. Overtime greatness, I didn't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, overtime greatness, it wasn't a bad. It's a little ego. It was a little ego. Yeah, it was, it sounded like a rapper, which was probably what I was thinking when mm-hmm. I made the name eight years ago. But let me go back to this age thing, though, because I want to be very clear. Um, like I said, I'm a Leo. David is a Scorpio. It's not that big of a uh, age difference. We were both born in '89. We're both turning thirty this year. I'm a numbers person. Me and Jamelia, Jamelia and I are exactly ten weeks apart. So, so her, what were you doing? What was I doing at ten weeks that you? Uh, <coughs> I probably was doing more. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's um, it's a it's a great day in the Weathersby household. Our baby is asleep. Our dog is not barking, and I'm about to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, we can see about that. My wife is smiling. I'm and going so- to sleep. It's the time has changed. Listen, this time is not for me. Even though I was born, I guess during this time. Was I born during this time change? Had the time changed back by all this? I hope so.